Hello, queens. Welcome to today's episode of the Obsessed Podcast, where we're obsessed with humans on the verge of change. Today's guest is so colorful and full of life that her Instagram name is the Colorful Courtney. Her name is Courtney Gaza, and she is the editor-in-chief of Veg World Magazine and co-founder of Sprinkles Creative. Stay tuned and enjoy today's episode created for you. Get inspired, take notes. She is an inspiration to us all and watch. Stay tuned and you'll see for yourself. And thank you so much for tuning in. Enjoy. Hey guys, welcome to Obsessed. Think of us as your personal development entourage, all wrapped up into one podcast. If you're committed to your personal development and believe your life is meant for more, then get ready to learn the tools you need to elevate this experience called life. Get obsessed with your life, just like us. We are Tia, Tristan, Mika, and Julie, and we are obsessed with humans on the verge of change. Hi, I'm Tristan, and I'm obsessed with your emotional well-being. Obsessors, you are going to get obsessed today with possibly the most colorful creative we know. Courtney Garza is in the house. Welcome, Courtney. Woo, hello. (laughs) Thank you for having me. Okay, Courtney, so we love to start off the podcast with asking our guests, what are you obsessed with? That's hard. I guess as a lifestyle thing, but then I have things like I could tell you like my recent obsession. So lifestyle wise, just growing. I'm always, I feel like my entire life, I've always been so interested in learning and just progressing in life. I've, I cannot plateau. It's not possible. I literally, I've tried to just like chill. It's, I'm not good at it. It's bad. <laughs> I'm like, what do I do with my hands? So I think just growing and constantly evolving as just a human being, whether that be in business or friendships or my relationship, you know, with family or my fiance or whatever. It's like, I just want to grow in all ways just as a human. So that's what I'm saying. And then currently I will say, it's funny. I was, uh, this is hilarious. I just started, I'm obsessed with the nineties, which is funny because I was born in the nineties. But I don't feel like I really got to enjoy it because I was a kid, you know, I was doing kid things. And so now I'm going back and watching all the shows that were really popular in the 90s. And I love them. Currently, my biggest obsession is Sex and the City because I never watched it when it came out, obviously. And so now I'm rewatching it because I'm an adult. I wasn't able to watch it as a kid. And it's hilarious. I I haven't finished it yet. I'm on the last season and I don't want to finish it because I'm like, these are my friends now. Like, you know, I don't want to stop talking to them. So now I started listening to a podcast about it so I can have someone to talk to. And it's great. The podcast is hilarious. It's by comedians, these two girl comedians. And so anyway, it's kind of been my, for the past two weeks, that's been my obsession. Your current obsession. Cool. And the funny thing is I've been to watch Sex and the City. It took me like two days, but I've been to watch episode one. This was like years ago, but I did binge watch it. And so that was, that was my jam. And you like, I want to know, do you know what Enneagram type you are? Oh, I don't. I should know. Ah, We'll we'll send you this test. Tia, what do you both think Courtney is on the Enneagram? 
A three or a Achiever. seven? Achiever. Oh three. my gosh. Corny, I'm a hey, three. I'm excited to do it. Oh, I'm a okay. Three. Yes. I'm a three. See, we're in good company. Like, I want to know what, because for some of our audience that don't know who this amazing woman is, Courtney Garza, you are the creator, the editor-in-chief of Veg World Magazine. And what prompted you, like, and just in, in general, I don't know if this is the first business you've had, but what, like, how dare you get into business? I want to know, like, how dare you, like, what, how did this all come about? I like the way you said that, by the way. I'm like, this is a different way to ask. I like it. <laughs> um, yeah, so Veg World, I, I was, I've been working with Veg World since 2015 because I graduated from college in 2014 with my journalism degree. So I have a journalism degree with a minor in marketing. So Wait, me too. Right. I have no to way. jump in. Where did you go? Cool. Um, UNT, North okay. Texas. Okay, gotcha. All right, Indiana. Yeah, is, they're actually, it's funny. If you, if you Google UNT, they're known for their jazz kind of degree, kind of the music element, but they also have a phenomenal journalism program, like highly accredited, really great. I even did like a big competition called Ad Team. And I'm so glad that I did. We got awarded. It was really cool. So long story short, I love writing. I always have. So of course, when I met the owners of Veg World at the time, back in 2015, I saw, I ran into them. I recognized them because they were on a vegan documentary. And so I recognized them at a restaurant in Dallas. And I just walked up to their table, you know, pre-COVID days, crazy. So yeah, I walked up to their table and I was like, oh my gosh, I love what you guys do. I'm a journalist myself. At the time, I worked for a local magazine called D Magazine. So straight out of college, I got a job at a magazine. It was kind of like the dream job. But of course, it wasn't vegan. And, you know, I wasn't really writing about vegan things. I was just kind of like the token vegan in the office. And so when I met these people, Veg World, I'm just like, I'm here to help you if you need help with advertising sales or just writing columns, whatever. I mean, I want to do it. And so I worked with them for a few years. It was super fun because they would fly me out to like, all the fun vegan festivals in Miami. I went to New York. I went to California. I mean, just so many different places to report on cool events and meet potential sponsors and stuff like that to help them. And so flash forward to 2018, they came to me and said, Hey, we really love working with you and we really love Veg World, but we want to go in a different direction and go um, open up our own dog rescue sanctuary. And I'm like, that's amazing. So like, of course, like go do that. And they said, do you know anyone that would want to buy Veg World or anything? Like we don't want it to die, but we just don't have the capacity to still do it. And so I found a lady to take it over, friend of a friend. And so she took it over for a year and that was 2018 to 2019. And long story short with her, she just had a lot of family problems happening. And so she came to me and said, do you want to buy it? Do you want to take it over? And it, she just really dropped it in my lap. I mean, she, I kid you not, invited me over and just kind of was like, I want to sell it to you. And I was sitting there like, I can't say no, I can't. Like, this is an amazing opportunity. And I would love, I've always wanted to build my own magazine. Obviously, I'd want it to be all vegan. Why not just do this, take it over? I mean, obviously, it was hard because I started Sprinkles in 2018. So by that time, it was only a year old, me and my business partner you know, we're still in that startup phase. And I was just like, goodness, let me take a day to think this over and talk to my business partner, like see how we could do this. And so, I mean, it, it was definitely hard. It still is hard, but it was definitely hard, especially in the beginning, because 
I wish I on a, do you guys know what masterclass is that program where you can like buy different masterclasses by like celebrities or big tycoon people yeah. in the industry. I almost want to make my own masterclass, like how to run a magazine and how ridiculously hard it is. So people don't assume do that it, like, Courtney. oh, it must be so fun. Don't plant the seed. This is your next step. Absolutely. <laughs> or an online course for sure. I want to do it because here's the thing. Like I love PR people. I really do. I'm not hating on PR people, but they just don't understand that we need money to operate a magazine. And I like, we can't just create and share free content for nothing. Like, I'm just like, this is a huge production. Like I have to pay all my staff. We have to pay for services, you know, that we use to show off the magazine, to print it. I mean, all these things, it's like, they just assume, or a lot of people, and I don't want to like just say it's PR people, but a lot of people assume that magazines are just like, free and everything's free. And it's all just so easy. Like, oh, you can just put this together in a blink of an eye. Like, no, this is, we plan all of our issues at least three months in advance. And then not to say all the other creative elements that go into it and logistical elements. And just, I mean, so many details. I mean, if, especially if you know a writer that's worked at any newspaper, or any magazine, they get it. But like, if you're not, if you've never been from that industry, I understand how it could be hard. So that's why I kind of want to put like a PSA, like, Hey, everybody that's not in the industry, let me just give you like a quick five minute or something like a, some, some kind of like video where I could show them like an infographic. This is how it works. And it's really hard and it's really lengthy process. So please don't assume that we can do it for, for you for free. And I just want to do that for the world because it hasn't been done yet. <laughs> I wish I could share one that has been done if it's not. Oh, why well, wish? I mean, <laughs> you're a human being that dreams big because you are, well, I did the math and I'm really horrible at math. I've done everything to avoid math, but just by saying that you graduated in 2014, I'm putting you around the 30 year mark, maybe a couple of years younger. I'm 28. 28. I graduated I mean, early. Well, okay. So <laughs> you're 28 and you are editor in chief owner of the most popular vegan magazine out there. One of them. There's One of them. <laughs> okay. Well, they're really great too. I, I know the editor of that one. Veg okay. News. He's Veg great. News. Okay. So, I mean, just one of the premier publications in terms of the vegan industry, you're 28. Okay. 28. I'm 20 years older than you at 28. No. I don't think I, I am actually exactly 20 years older. What? It's true. Okay. It's I true. know she gets that a lot, Courtney. I know she looks like an infant. Seriously. But, but she's <laughs> what, not. What does 48 look like? But I am just so impressed by that depth of maturity that you have at age 28 or even younger when you purchased a magazine. I mean, that's huge. Where do you garner that fortitude to say, why not? I can do this. Right. Yeah. I just, I felt I couldn't say no. I was like, can I do this? We'll find out, <laughs> you know? So I think it goes back to your obsession with growth that you mentioned at the beginning, because when we are obsessed with our own personal development, we're able to kind of just throw ourselves into stuff and have the confidence knowing that I may not know it today, but I can figure it out. I can figure it out tomorrow, or I'm at least willing to experiment and try to figure it out. Where do you feel that? Where do you feel you cultivated that in your life? Like, is there, can you think of an experience or a time where you're like, this is what I need to do. And so I'm just going to do it. 
And I know she has the same age yeah. as you. I just wanted oh, to no say way. that when hey. you're younger, but yeah. Look at us. I love it. Yes. It's funny because, um, what was I to say? Oh, I was laughing at the fact that you said, I'll figure it out because that has been my motto my whole life. So, you know, I just, that's why I was like laughing so hard. I'm like, she nailed it. Yeah. That's literally what I say with anything. Cause I'm definitely a problem solver. There's no doubt about that with everything, you know, not just business, but personal stuff too. I'm just like, okay, trying to put it, work into my brain. Like, how are we going to put, make A to B, you know, whatever. So that comes a lot from just my, all my family from both my mom and dad's side are all hard workers and they're all extroverts, which is hilarious to me because my fiance is an introvert and I've never really met an introvert or like even like been attracted to an introvert or like had friends that were introverts. Everyone in my life has always been an extrovert. So it's just really funny to meet an introvert. I'm like, what's wrong? Why can't you talk to them? Why are you standing there? Why aren't you running around like a crazy person like me? You know? And so it's just really funny to me because my whole life I've seen go-getters and just like really in your face people. And so I just assumed like as a kid too, I assumed that everyone was like that. And so when I meet people that are like really shy, I'm like, what is wrong with them? Are they sick? It is kind of interesting, but with my business life, my, like I said, my mom went back to work with literally right after she had me, she didn't even really take maternity leave. I attribute my old soulness to my grandma. She actually mostly raised me. She's still alive. She's 86. She just turned 86 last week and we're still really close. So I think it's interesting that my mom was always a go-getter. My dad has always been an entrepreneur and he taught me what, what entrepreneurship is. I mean, imagine teaching a kid how to spell that for one, but he taught me at a very young age, the word initiative. And he was like, what's initiative mean, Courtney? How do you do it? How do you take it? And so I remember that like being instilled in me as a kid, like taking initiative, doing something that no one really asks you to do, but you just feel like you need to do. It's the right thing to do, or like it's calling you or whatever it is. And I think that is really ingrained deep in me to just like, if you see an opportunity or like you think you think of a cool idea and you're like, wait, no one's doing this. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to go do it then because it needs to be done or whatever. And, you know, putting those people or elements in place to make sure it gets done. And I think I want to keep doing that because it does in a weird way, it does kind of freak me out to ever get to a point where I, like I mentioned earlier, where I plateau, I don't want to ever do that because I always want to look back. And so far I've been able to look back on the years of my life, the 28 years and say, all right, this year I did that. This year I did that. This year I did that. And I just kind of want to keep doing that. I have a question for you. So I'm like, this helps us really understand how you can acquire Veg World Magazine and run your other company. And then if you count your personal page, you being with branding, running almost like three businesses at once because of your family background. But I want to know, and I'm sure our listeners wants to know, like, what was like one of the things that you can mention on air to us a serious challenge that you face, one that would like stop a normal human being, a rational person, and that person will be like, okay, it's time to fold it. It's time to fold them. Or I think I'm done. I need to go take a nap. I need to go change careers. Like what was a crazy challenge for you? And how did you overcome it? 
Definitely last year. I mean, I'm sure you heard this from so many people in so many different industries, but COVID kind of hit me hard, I think, as an extrovert, because I just wanted to see a bunch of people and I couldn't, you know, and it's hard because obviously I had my fiance, we lived together and that's great. I mean, I I wasn't totally alone. Oh my God. I think if I was totally alone, I would literally lose my mind because I'm just like, I need people. It's, I literally feed off of energy of other people. Like, you know, those big conferences where you go and like, it's kind of like a, you walk around and get free booth snacks from booths and stuff. I love that stuff. I go with other people and they're like, man, I'm so exhausted. I'm like, what are you talking about? I can go run a marathon because I think I feed off of people's energy. Like not like a vampire, but just like, I'm a like level one extrovert. I don't know. But last year, all of those events that I had planned, I had tons of conferences and like vegan, you know, expos that I planned to go to all canceled. Everything was canceled. And so like my spirit was definitely hurt from that. But also like, to me, I don't want to make money to buy things. I want to make money to experience things. So like, I love saving to go on big trips. You know, like I pride myself on going to a new country every year. Didn't happen last year. But every year I go to a new country and I had it planned to go some, you know, two cool places last year, but that didn't happen. So that definitely hurt my soul. And so there's all these like outside factors, which obviously it was like not one person's fault and, and I did everything I could, but there's nothing else to do. I couldn't travel. I couldn't go to these cool events and see the people that I wanted to see usually. So it got my spirit down for sure. And I hate saying this out loud because I never understood the movies or even like people that I heard about or whatever. I never, this is going to get really dark, but I never understood, you know, how a human being, just anyone, obviously I'm not singling anyone out, but like how a human being could want to take their life. Like I really never understood that. I was like, why? Like, yeah, life is hard, but it's so amazing. Like we get all these opportunities and it's such a great gift that we're given to experience this life. And so last year, like I finally felt it. I was like, oh my God, is this what people like get so low that this is like, they're just like, well, I just want to end it. And obviously I never, I didn't take anything. I didn't do anything. Don't worry. I didn't hurt myself. I was just like, I'm just saying that thought was like, it finally hit me. I was like, oh, this is what people get to. Like they just get so low. There's like, what's the point of living? And thank God, again, I have my fiance. He's so wonderful. I talked, we share everything together. So I shared all my feelings and told him this. And I told him too, I was like, don't worry. I, I'm not even close to thinking that I'm going to hurt myself, but I'm just saying like, I'm sad. I'm really sad. COVID's made me really sad because I feel like I can't do anything with life. Like my, I feel like a lot of my success comes from networking and meeting people. And I didn't get to do any of those things last year. I mean, I did a lot of Zoom calls, a little, I did some podcasts, I did some cool like speaking engagements. And so I can't say I didn't do anything networking, but it was just different. Cause I, I love like people around me, the energy of like literal in front of you, physical. And I didn't get that. And so, and not to mention my business partner for my creative agency, she went through a lot of mental health issues. She kind of comes from a history of it though. So it's not, it it wasn't a new thing. She just got like, especially dark last year. I mean, rightfully so it makes sense. But for a while there, she was like, I don't think I can do this anymore. And I'm like, I can't do this without you. You know, like, what do you mean? And so it definitely got to a point where like, I was questioning everything in life. I was like, what am I doing? You know, can I do this anymore? Thank goodness VegWorld was able to stay afloat because even the two previous owners of VegWorld reached out to me individually and they're like, 
I am so amazed that you were able to keep this up because a lot of other companies have closed. A lot of other magazines have folded, like sent out emails like, hey, we're going to have to close up shop because we're not getting in what we used to with everything going on. So it was definitely like, for me, I don't quit. I can't quit. And maybe that's bad in some cases. I've heard it is. But I just, I, there's no way I could say that I'm just going to fold these businesses because it's getting so hard. And no, I didn't know what tomorrow was going to look like. And of course, that was terrifying. But I wasn't going to let that stop me. I was like, I'll figure it out. I always do. I'm going to figure it out. Something's going to happen. Or like, I'm going to put out my feelers to the contacts that I do have and see what they can do or see what advice they have. And I don't have like mentors or anything, but I do have people that I confide in. And so I was like, let's see what they think. And, you know, it just it was anything possible. I was like, I'm going to figure it out. And so I'm really glad we made it to 2021. Here we are. So, and we're halfway through the year too, which is great. So I'm just like, all right. I just feel like you have to believe in yourself to get out of that or just believe in something like believe in life, believe in positivity, something. It's just like, if you just let it be, here's another really great, great thing that I think helped me be who I am when I was younger and just growing up in this, my dad would always say like, you don't learn who you are until you hit rock bottom and how you get up from that. So it's not about hitting rock bottom. Like we're all going to hit it, but we're all going to get up from it in different ways. And I think that's always showed me like, am I the person that's going to wallow in it? Am I going to hit rock bottom and be like, Oh, what was me? Life is hard. And like people do that. And I'm not making fun of that. I'm just like, that shows who they are. When I hit rock bottom, which I've done, you know, a couple of times in my life, I'm just like, Oof, that was rough, but I'm stronger from it. I'm now going to be able to flex my muscles in a new way. You know, I'm, I tore that muscle so I can build it up better next time. And yeah, it sucks, but like I needed it to happen for whatever reason. Maybe I'll find out later what that reason was, but I feel like last year in a weird way needed to happen just for growth. So that was it. That was beautifully said. I absolutely loved all of that. Thank you so much for being open and honest and vulnerable with us and sharing that because I know that's going to help a lot of people. You weren't alone in those emotions last year and there was just a lot going on. So thank you so much for sharing that. Thank you. Yeah. You're definitely making magic with your words as well. The way you articulate what you went through was it was really beautiful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you are definitely a testament to tenacity at any age, um, especially at 28, but at literally any age. And I absolutely just can't wait to see where you bring these businesses because this is definitely just the beginning for both of them, a new beginning after everything that you went through last year. What is something, just your last piece of advice that you would have to people who are struggling and trying to adapt to the change and being able to come up from rock bottom at any point. I would say, and it's funny because the old me would probably say, you know, dust off your shoulders and just pick yourself up, which of course that's, that's important to have confidence in yourself. And you got, and sometimes people are like, well, where am I going to pull this confidence from? I don't have it. Like, well, you just got to dig deep. But I also, the new me says, it does who you have around you, like the people that are closest to you is so important. And I wouldn't be anywhere um, if it weren't for mostly my fiance, honestly, he's so amazing. I mean, I know he's my significant other. So that's different. I'm not saying everybody needs a significant other. You can have a best friend too, or a mentor or someone, a family member, 
but just whoever it is, you know, just make sure that you're very open and honest with them and make it a two-way street. You know, obviously don't just go to them and word vomit onto them all the time. I mean, let them talk back, you know, don't just have them be a brick wall. I think it's important to have someone that you can just wholeheartedly be yourself with and have these really hard conversations because I didn't tell a soul. I didn't tell anybody else about the feeling of wanting to end my life. I was just like in such a dark place, but he's the only one that I could talk to about that. But honestly, I think if I didn't tell anyone, I just kept it to myself, it would be a game changer. So I think just having someone or a core people, like maybe you have a core group, like four people or whatever, a couple of people that you can talk to. Great. Talk to them. Don't keep it in. Don't bottle it in with anything in life. It doesn't have to be even business related. It can be personal. It can be anything. Just don't keep it in because I've seen that in myself and also in others that it's so cliche, but like when you bottle it up, it gets worse. It just gets worse. It doesn't, again, it, it doesn't matter what kind of you know topic it is. It's going to fester. And that's just how it, it always goes, unfortunately. And I hate to see that. So I think with any problem that you're going through, please just find someone that you can talk to. Just obviously like confide in them, tell them like, you're the person I trust and just like build up their role in your life, you know, because so they know that it's like a two-way street too. I think that's so important and quintessential to have a rock. So I think that's the biggest thing because I'm sure people on this podcast, maybe they don't own their own business and that's cool. Or maybe they're just going through a hard breakup or relationship thing or something to do with their family, who knows. But I think just having someone to talk to about it and also a chance to build up the confidence in yourself that can be done in so many different ways, but just slowly working on yourself to evolve and know that there is another way. It doesn't have to be the end or it could just be a temporary thing. I know from experiencing this from my business partner and just other friends, like everybody has mental health issues in their own way, like in different ways. And it's awful. And no one's is worse than the other or no one's more valid than the other. So I think that the point is, is just identifying what is yours or at least trying to and trying to find help. Because if you just, again, wallow in it, sit in it and don't say anything about it to anyone, then you're never going to get better. And I have experienced that way too many times with friends. So I just, I hate to see it happen. Wow. Thank you, Courtney. Yes. Courtney Garza, prolific writer, owner, editor-in-chief of Veg World Magazine. With the story you shared today, you're not only changing lives, I'm absolutely sure you're saving lives. Thank you. That means the world to me. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode with our very special guest, Courtney Gaza. What were your takeaways from today's episode? Please share it on social media, on Instagram, on our page, and also Facebook. Please like, rate, and review our podcast on Apple and also Spotify and Google and all of the other platforms. And of course, follow this amazing, colorful individual, the queen, the boss babe herself, a.k.a. Fairy Princess, a.k.a. Fairy Queen, a.k.a. Courtney Gaza. Follow her on social media, Instagram, The Colorful Courtney, and Veg World Magazine on social media. 
her magazine is making such an amazing impact on the world and you'll be completely inspired and we appreciate you listening and enhancing your lives with our information from our obsessed podcast bye for now queens i'm gonna go catch my crown and i'll catch you later Mwah.